Hello, friends, and welcome to The Chris Show. Don't adjust your dial. We don't use dials anymore. Don't double-check your phone. Yes, this is me. This is just how I sound now. Uh, hopefully not forever, but it is what it is. I, I thought I was having... I thought I had a cold, and I think I might have seasonal allergies. And then when you put seasonal allergies with being outside slash having to yell across the park to your kid that it's time to go multiple times, your voice also tends to leave. So, pardon my low, sultry, seductive voice for today. <clears throat> and we'll just, you know, we're just going to try to make the best of things. It doesn't help that I'm recording this at nighttime. And when your voice is on its way out, I find that it gets worse at night. Uh, it's Thursday night, if you're wondering, and this goes live on Friday. And you're probably going, Chris, why did you not plan ahead better? Why did you not record this earlier? And I'll tell you why, because it boils down to this. I have FOMO. Not major, major FOMO. I can, I can say no if and when it's necessary. <laughs> Sometimes, most of the time. But this morning, one of my friends texted out to a group of us and said that they were going to go to this park by our house and there's a man-made lake. It's good size. And they were going to walk around it and their kids were going to bike. Their kids are all about Mila's age between like three and four, three, four. There's a couple. Was there one two-year-old? Anyway, um, and they were all going to be on their bikes. And <laughs> I've mentioned this before. I'll mention it again. Uh, my kids are new at this whole bike riding thing. And teaching my kids to ride their bikes is one of the biggest tests of my patience as a parent so far. But Mila has training wheels on her bike. And we I mean we go out there and she she likes to she likes to stop and smell the roses and takes her sweet time. So I thought, okay, if I go do this then maybe she'll see her friends riding bikes. P.S. They were all riding two-wheelers. The two-year-old was on a Strider bike, but everybody else, two-wheelers. I was like, perfect. Motivation. She's going to want to keep up with them. And this is going to be a really good experience for her. So we went. And when we finished, I looked at my watch and it said that we had an average pace of 46 minutes per mile. I don't know the last time you timed yourself on a mile, but you can walk it at a pretty leisurely walk in about 20 minutes. <laughs> so double that and some, and that was our pace. We actually have a friend who is very pregnant right now, and she is on what we're calling glorified bed rest. She can do some things. It's kind of like the restrictions after a C-section where she can't lift up to, like she can't lift more than 10 pounds. She can't push pull anyway. And she didn't come with us because she thought that we were going to be, she wasn't going to keep up with us safely. Turns out it would have been very easy for her to follow her doctor's instructions and stay right with us and feel, and feel just fine. So that was that was what I did this morning instead of recording this podcast ahead of time. But here's the thing. Uh, Mila, if you can't tell judging by our pace, 
she did not have any desire really to keep up with her friends, but she did make it all the way around the lake. And there were some times where I was not sure that was going to happen. And I did not want to be that mom when it's 80 degrees outside, pushing a stroller with two kids hanging onto it. Lily was in the stroller. Pushing both kids on the stroller while either carrying or pulling a bike. I just didn't want, I didn't want that to happen. And she, she didn't, she finished it. She did the whole, it was about a mile and a half loop. And she did the whole thing. She took her time and it was, it was, uh, an experience for sure, but she did it. And I told her, I was like, you should be so proud of yourself. Cause that's what we're supposed to say now. Not sure if you've heard that. Not sure if you follow these psychology, child psychology Instagram accounts like I do, but I'll tell you that's that's what we're supposed to say now is that they should be so proud of themselves. Followed up with, I am also so proud of you. I get it. You we want to we want to um have that be an internal pride as opposed to everything being motivated by what their parents are proud of them for, or what they're not proud of them for. Anyway, that's not why I'm here. That's not what I'm here to talk about. So, uh, what I want to talk about today is, this is a big milestone, and this is one that did not come, uh, quickly and or easily to me, and that is letting your kid walk in the grocery store as opposed to riding in the cart. Here's the thing about riding in a cart, is that they are contained. Even if they're screaming, even if they're throwing a fit, they are contained. They are in a seatbelt. They are up off the ground. You can mobilize them. If you have to, you could take everything out of your cart and go back out to the car and deal with it there. Thankfully, that has never happened to me. Knock on wood. Where's some, where's, I can't find any. Well, it's probably going to happen now. Anyway, um, and so there's just this power with having your kids in the, in the cart. And with my oldest, who is almost six. She is also very um, slight frame. She has like a, a willowy, a willowy frame, if that makes sense. And so she fits. She fits even now in the in the seat in the cart. And I just I I used that to my advantage for as long as I possibly could. Fast forward to now, where she's in kindergarten, and I do my Costco trips on Tuesday mornings. That's my that's my time because. Hayden's at school and I just have my two younger ones and they both can fit in the cart because that's the other trick is when you have three kids and only two spots in the cart, then one has to walk and that just creates a whole different dynamic. And then what if the, you know, the other one that's just younger than them sees the oldest one walking and then they want to walk, then you have two of them walking or you have a complete meltdown before you've even gotten into the store. So. My best case scenario, best chance of, of survival and of winning Costco, just take two kids. So I go to Costco, I have my two kids, and they do both fit in the in the cart. Thank you, Costco, for your excellent cart size. Uh, also, parking spaces. Costco has the best sized parking spaces. They get it. They know that people with big cars and big vans shop there. And they put lots of stuff in their cart. They have to have their cart right there. They just, Costco gets it. Anyway, this is not my ode to Costco. That was a couple episodes ago. So I started taking my two kids. And Lily is 
one, like she has to, she has to ride in the cart. I'm not going to let her walk around. But then Mila is three, three and a half. And she wanted, she wanted to walk. And she caught me on a day where I was feeling hopeful and optimistic. And I wanted to be, I wanted to be a fun mom. I wanted to say yes to things. And so she asked if she could walk. And I said, yes. But then what also came to me is, you know how grandparents let their kids, let your kids, their grandkids do fun things that you wouldn't usually let them do. So my mom let Hayden walk in the grocery store. I don't remember where we were, but for some reason, I just remember it being the three of us. And she let Hayden walk instead of putting her into the cart. She let her out. But she told her some rules before she started. And that if she didn't keep those rules, then she was going to have to get back in the cart. And I don't remember exactly what those rules were, but I do remember enough of them that I took them and I spun them a little bit. And made my own rules that when Mila said she wanted to be out of the cart and wanted to walk, I was like, okay, but we're going to set some guidelines. And as long as you keep to these guidelines, you can walk as long as you keep the rules. In the event that you get one warning, second shot, you're in the cart. And she's like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, sure. So here we go, guys. Here are my, here are my rules. And we review these. Every, before I even unbuckle her from her car seat, I ask her, okay, what are the rules when we're in the store? First rule is, oh, hold on, time out, little pause. Another little tidbit that I've learned from these parenting psychology people on Instagram who know a lot more about all of that than I do, is that we are not supposed to tell our kids what not to do. We are supposed to tell them what to do. So instead of saying, I don't know, don't hit. We're supposed to say, keep your hands to yourself. It, I think the, the logic behind it is that if we tell them what not to do, that they could focus on that and that their brains just get locked into that and they can't think of doing anything else. And also that it's hard in a stress moment like that for them to switch their brains and to think, okay, well, don't do this. What do I do? And you just, you tell them what to do. So there you go. Boom. Rewind. My three rules. One, you look with your eyes, not your hands. This one is very hard for children. If they're anything like mine, uh, because everything that is at their eye level is also at their hand level and they just get, they just get grabby grabby. So we make sure touch with, or you look with your eyes, not your hands. I do let her take some stuff and put it into the cart for me so that she gets to touch some things, but only the things that I tell her she's allowed to grab. So look with your eyes, not your hands. Um, second one is walk, not run for obvious reasons. Because when you have kids running through the store, just bad things happen. They get hit by carts. You hit them with your cart. You get mad. <laughs> really? You're like, ah, why is my kid running through the store? Stop it. Um, so simple, basic walk, not run. The third thing is stay with me. Stay with mom. 
pretty self-explanatory. She actually, I've noticed, she likes to just hang on to the outside of the cart. And I get that. I think that that is just fun for her. I like hanging on the cart and having the cart just go. So she does a good, she does a pretty good job of staying with me. So that's my third rule. And then this isn't one of my rules, but this is just something I tell her at the very, very end is I tell her we are a team. And I tell her that because in teams we work together and I want us to be able to work together to have a successful Costco experience. So to recap, one, we look with our eyes, not our hands. We walk, not run. We stay with mom and we are a team. And she's actually been really successful in staying out of the cart and being able to walk. I think maybe the first one or two times she struggled with something and I had to, I gave her the one warning. And then after that, it, she had to go in the cart. But now I noticed this. So last week I had to run to Costco on a Monday and I had all my kids with me. Mila, of course, like, wants to, wants to walk. And Hayden goes, wait, wait, mom, can, can I walk? And I realized that she has not had the experience of, of walking because I, up until I had three kids, she was always going in the, in the cart or not going with me because I would go at night to avoid taking any of my kids at all, which is, let's be honest, the preferable way to do your grocery shopping. But, um, and I was like, oh, uh, yeah, you can walk, but there are these three rules. Turn to Mila. I was like, Mila, what are the rules? And I find that Hayden has a harder time obeying them <laughs> for whatever reason. Maybe she just doesn't have the practice. But uh, we're working on it. But they've worked for the three-year-old. So there you go. Try that on for size. That's what I do. That's what works for me, at least for my middle kid. And hopefully for my last one. And then Hayden will Hayden will hopefully figure it out. She's getting old enough to the point where she should be able to, right? Tell me that tell the tell me that I'm right, even if you're lying to me. That's all. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks for listening to Storytime with Chris, the Chris Show, the episode about letting your kids walk in the grocery store. I really should have thought it through better with using my voice to tell some other kind of story besides my grocery store stories, but we'll save that for the next time that I get a cold and lose my voice. All right, guys, I hope you have a great day, night, whatever time you're listening to this, and I'll talk to you very, very soon. Bye.